I'd like to read a couple of scriptures as we start. And I would like to start from 1 Corinthians chapter 12. 1 Corinthians chapter 12. Verse 27. <coughs> 1 Corinthians chapter 12, verse 27. Now you are Christ's body and individually members of it. And 2 Corinthians chapter 13. It's actually the last verse of the whole epistle. 2 Corinthians 13, verse 14. 第十四节, the grace of the Lord Jesus Christ and the love of God and the fellowship of the Holy Spirit be with you all. 愿主耶稣, 基督的恩惠, 神的慈爱, and also in the epistle of John, Chapter 1. Let's read verse 29. Chapter, chapter 1. John chapter 1 verse 29. Who takes away the sin of the world? And then verse 32 of the same chapter, it says, And John bore witness, saying, I have beheld the Spirit descending as a dove out of heaven. And he remained upon him. Verse 33. And I did not recognize him, but he who sent me to baptize in water said to me, He upon whom you see the Spirit descending and remaining upon him, this is the one who baptizes in the Holy Spirit. And I have seen and have borne witness that this is the Son of God. Now we also read in the book of Acts, the first verse of the book. The book of Acts, chapter 1, verse 1. The first account I composed, Theophilus, about all that Jesus began to do and teach. And finally, we are going to read some verses from the Gospel of Matthew, chapter 25. 然后最后我们读马太福音二十五章, 
starting from verse 1. 第一节开始。Then the kingdom of heaven will be comparable to ten virgins who took their lamps and went out to meet the bridegroom. And five of them were foolish, and five were prudent. For when the foolish took their lamps, they took no oil with them. But the prudence took oil in, in flasks along with their lamps. One to four. And verse five, now while the bridegroom was delaying, they all got drowsy and began to sleep. But at midnight there was a shout: "Behold, the bridegroom! Come out to meet him!" And all those virgins rose and trimmed their lamps. And the foolish said to the prudence, "Give us some of your oil, for our lamps are going out." But the prudent answered, saying, "No, there will not be enough for us and for you too." Go instead to the dealers and buy some for yourselves. And while they were going away to make the purchase, the bridegroom came, and those who were ready went in with him to the wedding feast, and the door was shut. And later the other virgins also came, saying, "Lord, Lord, open up for us." But he answered and said, "Truly I say to you, I do not know you. Be on the alert, then, for you do not know the day nor the hour." 聪明的回答说：“恐怕不够你我用的，不如你们自己到卖油的那里去买吧。他们去买的时候，新郎到了，那预备好了的，同他进去坐席，门就关了。其余的童女随后啊、呃、也来了，说：‘主啊，主啊，给我们开门。’他却回答说：‘我是在告诉你们，告诉你们，我不认识你们，所以你们要警醒，因为那日子那时辰。’” Let's commit this time to the Lord, having another word of prayer. Lord, what a joy as we can partake together of Your table. What a joy that we can remember that You are our Lord and Savior. Thank you because you were broken on the cross to give us life. 主啊，因为你在十字架上破碎，我们今天生命能赐予我们。And today we eat the bread of life. 我们能够来领用呃生命的粮。Today we drink the cup of blessing. 我们能够喝祝福的杯。Thank you, Lord Jesus. 我们感谢你，主耶稣。And now, Lord, as we turn to your word. 主啊，当我们再来到你话语面前。We pray, Lord, bless it, Lord. 主啊，我们求你祝福你的话。Breathe it once again to our hearts. 主啊，在身上面吹气，给我们心说话。We confess that we depend on your Holy Spirit for the speaking, for the translating, and for the hearing. 我们真的说，我们依靠圣灵
So we pray, Lord, that he would be in charge the whole time. We are reminded that where the Spirit is, there is liberty. So we pray for that liberty in your Holy Spirit. We pray, Lord, lead us into what is in your heart for this time. That we may all sit at your feet and rejoice in our, in our Lord and Savior. We pray these things in Jesus' precious name. Amen. Well, as you all know, we have been for a, quite a long time already, actually in the last year or so. We have been sharing, or several brothers have shared, on the matter of the body of Christ. And actually, recently, uh, we have somehow started, or we are getting started slowly, in a new, in a theme that is sort of new, but very closely related to this, which is fellowship. So as I was meditating on this uh, on these things, somehow I, I had an impression in my heart. And what I have in my heart to share has actually to do with both things. Actually, the, the more I kind of consider them, it sort of seems to me that to understand one, you need the other. They are separate subjects, there is no question about it. But somehow it seems to me that they are inseparable. You need both, and one will explain the other. I mean the body of Christ and the fellowship. And actually, I trust that many brothers that came that shared before me, they already defined the subject of the body of Christ, for instance. But just as a refresher to get started, bear with me, and we'll kind of very quickly just consider the first verse that we read. Where Paul is writing to the Corinthian believers. And sort of incidentally, he offers us a definition of what the body is, isn't it? He says, You are the body of Christ. And we know that he's writing to those believers that have believed in the gospel of the Lord Jesus. In other words, he's addressing those that have believed that Christ died for our sins, that he was buried, he rose again, he appeared. He's writing to those that have been washed and sanctified and justified. And 
He's addressing those that were bought by a price, even the blood of Christ. So in other words, you see that there is a very uh, a sort of a definition right there. You addressing to those people, you are the body of Christ. In other words, the body of Christ is nothing else but the redeemed of the Lord Jesus. Through all the ages, since the first century, to this point, all the redeemed and saved, these are the body of Christ. And you see, because we have this basic same experience, did you believe in the Lord Jesus? Well, I also believed in the Lord Jesus. See, were you washed in his precious blood? Isn't our testimony as we take the cup every Lord's day? His blood has washed us from all our sins and we now sit in the bounty in the bountiful of our, our King. We all share that same simple and wonderful experience. And right there you have fellowship. I believe our brother Dan, as he shared, he mentioned that fellowship is nothing else but sharing together. That's the meaning of the word in the original. A sharing together of something together. And of course, as redeemed of the Lord, what we share together is our Savior. It's His redeeming work in our behalf. And everything connected with it. Alright, but actually, when, as I was meditating, what really impressed my heart is something connected with both matters. See, sometimes, I don't know if you have this experience, but Sometimes as, as we get too familiar with some words, uh, somehow we miss, the word is right there staring at you, but we are so familiar with it that we may miss the very meaning of that phrase or that word. So for instance, that we are we are considering, we were considering in the past the body of Christ. And I want us to go or to pay attention very closely to that phrase, the body of Christ. Do you see that there is a qualifier in that phrase? It's not just a body. 
and is not referred as the body of Jesus. 也不是说是耶稣的身体。Of course, Christ is Jesus. 呃，当然了，基督就是耶稣。But the word that the Holy Spirit is employing here is the body of Christ. 那在这边，圣灵所指出的是基督的身体。And of course, there is a reason. There is an emphasis in that very term, the body of Christ. 当然有原因的，因为圣灵他要注重某一点。Actually, I feel that that qualification, the body of Christ, should give us the essential meaning. Of that whole phrase or the whole concept. So, when we read about Jesus' body, this together, we can understand what it means. And of course, when we consider fellowship, we also read that very famous benediction, which Paul, the way Paul ends the second epistle to the Corinthians. That in Corinthians, it's about fellowship. It's also in Paul's very famous benediction. And did you notice that the same qualifier is right there? 同样的，你会发现有一样的这个呃，跟刚才我们提到基督身体的那个那个说法。May the grace of the Lord Jesus and the love of God, and He doesn't just say and the fellowship be with you. 他说到呃这个说到呃神耶稣的呃这恩典呃神的这个呃呃呃。啊，慈爱与这个，他没有说就，然后就说交通。It's the fellowship of the Holy Spirit。他是说到圣灵的交通。Well, I, I, I guess I'm getting ahead a little bit of myself, but I, I just want to remind you, or maybe some in our midst are not that familiar. Here is the thing: that word Christ is a title for our Lord Jesus. The meaning of that word, simply put, is the anointed one. 基督这个词，它的这当然就是我们主的这一个名称，但是它的意思就是受高的那一位。The one anointed with the Holy Spirit. 那一位被圣灵所高的。Have you ever realized we all the time are, are and of course this is correct. We refer to our Lord Jesus as the Lord Jesus Christ. 那你有没有发现，当我们说到我们的主的时候，我们都说他是主耶稣基督。Do we realize that that title simply means that this person, Jesus, the Lord Jesus, he was anointed with the Holy Spirit? 你有没有发现，我们这一位主耶稣，他是受圣灵所高的那一位 ，full of the Spirit， 充满的圣灵 ，and the body of Christ. Derives its character right from that point. That, Jesus' body also from from this title gets its character. That should explain what this entity, the body of Christ, is. You can understand what Jesus' body is. And the same thing when you consider the fellowship is the fellowship of the Holy Spirit. Well, hold that thought for a second. We want to get back to it. But I felt that for maybe for us to appreciate the the thought behind this phrase, the body of Christ and the fellowship of the Holy Spirit, 
I felt that maybe a little a, a little historical background could help us. 我就想到说，当我们要交通基督的身体与圣灵的交通的时候，我们能够叙述一点后面的背景。And then we read John chapter one. 然后我们就读到约翰福音第一章。So,、uh, of course, being the very beginning of the gospel, it's obvious that this is referring to the very beginning of the ministry of our Lord Jesus upon this earth. 那当我们说到这个福音第一章的时候，就当然提到主耶稣开始呃他的服侍的那一段日子。And something wonderful is happening. 这边有很奇妙的事发生了。So if you remember the story, 你如果记得这个故事的话 ，In the Gospels, the, one of the first characters that appears is John the Baptist. 那在这些福音呃书信里面，呃福音呃里面。你发现最开始提到的一个人就是约施洗约翰。And John the Baptist was sent with a very specific, specific purpose. 施洗约翰被派出去就是有他一个非常确定的目的。He was supposed to be the forerunner of Messiah. 他是弥赛亚先前的那一位。And that's a promise right back from the Old Testament. 这是旧约已经预言的这一个呃应许。God would send this person, Messiah, the Anointed One, the One upon whom all His purpose would be fulfilled. But before He sent His Messiah, He would send a forerunner. 神会差遣他的弥赛亚，那受高的那一位，那位救主。但是在差遣他之前，会先差遣一个先先先前来的人。And we all know that the spiritual condition of the people of Israel in that time. Right in the time when the Lord Jesus was born, and the time of John the Baptist was a very bad condition. 那你知道，当我们主要来之前那一段日子，人的这个情况非常的糟糕。So the people were full of religion. 人们充满了这个宗教。But where was a living relationship with God? 那但是那与神有活的那个关系到哪里去了呢 ？As we we all know, as we read the gospel narratives,、uh, you have the Pharisees, you have the Sadducees, and these guys were full of rules, very religious, very apparently very pious, but such an emptiness. Where was God in all this? 当你读福音的时候，你发现有许多人在那边遵守律法，许多有那些遵守许多规则。但是在这许多事情里面，神跑到哪里去呢 ？So when God is about to send His Messiah, His Anointed, the one that is going to fulfill all His purpose, He still needs a forerunner to prepare the people for that person that is coming. 所以当在神差遣他的弥赛亚来之前，他先差遣了一个先锋。And John the Baptist knew very well he wasn't the Messiah. 约翰是约翰也知道他不是弥赛亚。But the Lord somehow, God somehow told him, "You are the forerunner of the Messiah." 那神就对他说，你是这个弥赛亚的先锋。You are here to prepare the way for the anointed that is coming. 你要预备弥赛亚来的那条道路。And of course, probably John the Baptist was wondering,、mm, "How am I going to know?" Who is this? I am the forerunner, but I, I have no idea who he is. 但施洗约翰一定想说，我到底怎么知道米赛亚来的时候他是哪一位呢 ？How am I going to know that 
Well, here is the person that I am the forerunner of. 我怎么知道说这一位就是我做他的先锋呢 ？And somehow it was revealed to him according to what we read in John in the Gospel of John. The Lord somehow revealed to him, him, him upon whom you see the Spirit coming as a dove and remaining upon him. This is the Messiah. 那他就知道说，那那个你看那一位这个灵借着鸽子在他身上，然后长留在他身上，那一位就是弥赛亚。And that's exactly his testimony. Did you pay attention? Did you notice that? Maybe we should read it again. That 这就是他的见证。我们应该再读一遍。So verses 32, 第三十二节 John chapter one. 约翰第一章三十二节 After the Lord Jesus had appeared, and very likely this happened after his baptism. So John is looking back at what happened in in Lord Jesus' baptism. 所以，当主耶稣受浸之后，呃，是约翰在回想的时候，他说了这些话。Uh, before we read it, I'll just refresh your memory. 我在读之前，我先让你们再想想起一件事。When Jesus was baptized, the heavens were opened. 当主耶稣受浸的时候，天开了。And the Holy Spirit came down upon him as a dove. 圣灵就降在他身上，就是借着鸽子降在他身上。And not only came down upon him， 不只是降降在他身上 ，but the spirit remained upon him。然后圣灵就留在他身上。The Messiah， 弥赛亚。And God the Father speaks， This is my beloved Son in whom I am well pleased。父神就说，这是我的爱子，我所喜悦的。God the Father， God the Son， God the Spirit。这边你就看到。All giving testimony in that moment of the baptism of our Lord Jesus. 在那边见证我们主的受浸。And of course, John the Baptist was the one baptizing the Lord Jesus. 那使徒约翰是将帮我们主施浸的。A very reticent baptizer at that moment, if you remember. 他是非常犹豫的，但是他的确做了这件事情。In John, he's looking back at that event and giving a testimony. 那施洗约翰回顾这样的事，他就给了一个见证。And he says, verse thirty-two, John bore witness, saying, "I have beheld the Spirit descending as a dove out of heaven, and He remained upon Him." 约翰又做见证说，我曾看见圣灵仿佛鸽子从天降下，住在他的身上。In essence, John is telling people around him he is the Messiah. 使徒约翰就借着这一段话就说他就是弥赛亚。I want to just call your attention to one fact. 我希望你们能够注意一件事情。What is happening here is unique in history. 在这里所发生的事情是在历史里是独一无二的一件事。Well, not the descending per se of the Holy Spirit. If you read in the Old Testament, you see several instances when the Holy Spirit would descend upon a person. 你在旧约你会看到圣灵的确有几次他会降在一个人身上。So sometimes he would descend upon a David, 或者是大卫。Sometimes upon a Samson, 或者是参孙。Sometimes upon a Saul, 或者是扫罗。But for the first time in history. You have the Holy Spirit descending and remaining upon a person. 
。那在历史里，第一次圣灵被降下来，在一个人身上，然后住下来，留下来。God the Spirit finding His rest upon a person。这位灵神他能在啊圣灵他能够在一个人身上能够降下来，留下来。And the wonderful thing is that it was revealed to John something else. 你就发现对实际约翰呃来说，有一件事情是向他启示的。The Lord Jesus, He is the Messiah. He was the one upon whom the Holy Spirit remained. 我们主的确就是弥赛亚，圣灵降在他身上留下来。But not only that, He was also going to be the baptizer in the Holy Spirit. 他不只是这样，呃，这是这一位，他也会啊、呃，是那一个试镜，就是是呃圣灵的那一位。In other words, the Lord Jesus would somehow make his own experience available or communicate that same wonderful, indescribable experience. The, the Holy Spirit, God, the Spirit dwelling upon man, He was going to do that. In behalf of others. Because here it is said that our Lord, His own experience, the Holy Spirit, how He stayed in His body, He also will give this experience to others. As I was meditating on this, I was reminded of a story in the Old Testament that I feel provides us a very beautiful illustration of this whole event. When I was meditating on this story, I felt it provided us a very beautiful illustration. You know, sometimes as, I like when, when when Dana comes here and says that sometimes we read some something in the Bible and we go la la la, like what 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 a wonderful thing, but it doesn't kind of we cannot quite appreciate what a grace, what a wonderful thing is happening. So Dana 常常说，当我们读圣经的时候，我们常常读一段啊圣经，我们就好像啦啦啦，然后就好像。There is a story in the Old Testament again that I feel that illustrates what is going on here very beautifully. 在旧约有一段故事，我觉得能够非常美美妙的把这一段话解说出来。Do you remember the story of the flood? 你记不记得这个啊洪水的故事吗 ？So the earth was full of corruption. 那这个全地都充满了污秽。And God had to bring judgment. 那神所以雨就降了四十天。所以雨就降了四十天。And all living flesh perished except Noah and his family that was inside the ark with those animals. 所有有血气的都都灭亡了，除了那些在方舟里的那些。Well, but after all that judgment and all that flood, you remember what happened? So Noah opened the ark. 所以在这个呃呃洪水之后。挪亚就把这个呃呃方舟打开了。It was like a, I guess, like a sort of window or, or some some opening on the on the ceiling of the of the ark. 所以当然上面就好像有一个像这个窗子一样的东西。And you know, fortunately, the rain had stopped at that moment. 那很当然很好，很很很有幸的就是它雨没有没有再下了。But now he needs to make sure that the, the the land is dry again after all that water that flooded the whole the whole earth. So remember what he did. He first he took a raven, which is a how did you have it? You know, the one that's a kind of bird that, that eats carcasses. Oh yeah, just uh, 食食肉的 
I need two translations here. Carnivore. Carnivore. Carnivore? Yes. Well, so the raven essentially is a, is a sort of carnivore, uh, uh, a bird, right? So, this uh, is the first one. It's the first one. It's the first one. It's the first one. 是乌鸦。乌鸦。乌鸦是这个食肉,这个吃荤的。So, okay, he's, he sends the raven out, and somehow the raven was, you know, staying around outside the ark. 那这个乌鸦,它就在这个方舟漂流。Why? 为什么呢? Actually, there was no land at that moment. Very, very likely, at that point, there were, the whole water was filled with carcasses, with dead bodies that were floating all over the place. So the raven was pretty comfortable. He could stop on, on, on top of many of those and feed. But then, but then Noah he did another experiment, so to speak. He got a dove, right? A very different nature from a raven. And he sent the dove off. So and the Bible says that the dove found no place to rest his foot. Do you see the picture here? Before our Lord Jesus came to this earth, the Holy Spirit would never be able to descend. We are no much better, I, I, we, I mean in Adam, naturally speaking, we are no much better than those carcasses, than those decaying bodies, corrupted, filthy. That's what we are in Adam. So in Adam, we are like the bodies of the bodies of the bodies of the even if the Holy Spirit wanted to descend, he cannot, is not his nature. There is an incompatibility there. But finally, Noah, he, after the dove could not find a resting place and came back to Noah, Noah did the same experiment again later. And finally the dove came back to Noah, bringing in, his, in her beak uh, is like a fresh olive leaf. And somehow Noah knew, well, this is a wonderful sign. There is a new earth now, renewed, that is emerging out of the waters of judgment. Now there is a purged land, and out of that new land, or new creation, so to speak, this dove is bringing something back to Noah. 
所以你看见好像有一个新的生命又起来了,新的地又开始起来了,然后从这个这个鸽子就带回一他的果子给诺亚。And so to speak, that dove that Noah sent out found its rest in an, on an olive tree, of a, a new olive tree, a re, on the renewed earth, and brought back that sign to Noah that there is an, a renewal going on. 所以你就看见这一只鸽子就有地方落脚，也许在那个橄榄树上，然后把它的叶子带回来。And somehow that reminds us of what happened with the Lord Jesus。这就提醒我们，我们的主他的故事。We are in Adam, that old condemned creation。我们在亚当里是那个被咒诅的那一族群类。Decaying。lifeless, filthy, the Holy Spirit would never be able to come upon us. Our Lord Jesus Christ, of course, He is always, it's not that He was purged or anything like that, He is in Himself the Holy Son of God. How is the Lord Jesus going to be able to baptize you and me if we are by nature totally uncom- incompatible with the Holy Spirit? Oh, there was a second testimony from John the Baptist. Actually, it's in the other way around. It's the first testimony about who the Lord Jesus is. Do you remember? Behold the Lamb of God that takes away the sin of the world. When our Lord Jesus died on the cross, He bore upon Himself our curse. He bore our filthiness, our decaying nature. He took it away on that cross. And so to speak, he cleared the way so the Holy Spirit could be sent and we would be baptized. This is the grace of the Lord Jesus Christ. I want to call your attention to another fact before we go on. After the Holy Spirit descended and remained upon the Lord Jesus, His physical body became a sort of vehicle for the will of God to be fulfilled. The body of the Lord Jesus from that moment on became a temple where the Holy Spirit would find it rest at every moment. And whenever people met Jesus, they touched that anointing of the Holy Spirit that remained upon him. They touched a certain nature, very, very characteristic, that the Bible calls the Spirit of Christ. 
So how is that spirit of Christ? Well, actually, it's very simple. Just read the Gospels. You know immediately what the spirit of Christ is. But just to give us a taste or to remind us, do you remember when Paul says in Galatians, the fruit of the spirit is, and then he goes enumerating the characteristics of that fruit, is love and joy and peace. Well, that's the fruit of the Spirit, right? But it shouldn't be a surprise to us that that fruit of the Spirit is nothing else but a description of the life of the Lord Jesus on this earth. 但是虽然这说到圣灵的果子，但是你很清楚的知道说，这是解释我们主他的生命的这些事。The fruit of the spirit is love, and the Lord Jesus says, no man has greater love than this, than to give his life for his friends。所以圣灵的果子是爱，所以主耶稣说，没有一个爱超过这个，当人把将为着他的朋友。do you see what is the spirit of Christ? And then in another instance, our Lord Jesus was being persecuted. He came for, for his people, and they rejected John the Baptist, which is the forerunner, and they were rejecting him, which is the Messiah himself. How do you react when you're being persecuted and rejected? Isn't it true that our tendency is just to get negative and bitter? But the Bible says that in that circumstance, in that very circumstance, our Lord Jesus rejoiced in the Holy Spirit and said, Thank you, God. Thank you, Father. Because that is your will. Do you see love, joy? And the Lord Jesus goes and says, My peace I give to you. I don't give it as the world does. The world gives you a circumstantial peace. If everything is going fine, you have peace. When you have a little problem, all your peace is gone. Not so with our Lord Jesus. Even in that boat, as a dear brother reminds us, when everybody is going crazy, this boat is going to sink, our Lord Jesus is sleeping. And as this your brother reminds us, it's like for the Lord Jesus that storm is just like God's hand like shaking the cradle. The fruit of the spirit is love. And joy and peace. And etc., etc. And you look at the life of the Lord Jesus and you see a picture of what, what is the nature 
of the office of the spirit. 所以当然后有许多其他的果子，但是你看我们的主的生命，你就知道是这一些的彰显。However, all the things that we are describing so far were true in the person of Jesus while he was here on earth, right? 这些我们所提到的事情，当我们主在地上行走的时候，在他身上。The Holy Spirit came upon him, upon his body, and remained and dwelled on his person. So, the Holy Spirit came upon him, upon his body, and remained and dwelled on his person. So, the Holy Spirit came upon him, upon his body, and remained and dwelled on his person. So, the Holy Spirit came upon him, upon his body, and remained and dwelled on his person. Where are we going to find that anointing? We in where can we find that anointing? Where are we going to find on this earth an entity that reveals perfectly the divine nature? We in where can we find that Maybe you would say, "Well, that's it. He's gone to heaven." You 也许就说哦，他已经到天上去了。I always find wonderful the way that the Holy Spirit opens the Book of Acts. 我非常呃，每次当我想到圣灵是怎么样在使徒行传开始那段话那段圣经节的时候 ，Did you pay attention what what he says? 你有没有注意到他所讲的 ？So here is Doctor Luke. Writing to a, a brother in Christ, obviously Theophilus. 那这边有提到说，这个路加医生他写信给这一位这个提亚菲罗。And as we all know, Acts is the second book that Luke wrote. 我们知道使徒行传其实是路加所写的第二封第二本书。The first book is what we know as the Gospel according to Luke. 第一本书当然是路加福音了。And then when he starts his second book. He refers to the first book. When he starts the second book, he refers to the first book. And then he says, "I wrote you the first book, Theophilus, so you may know the things that Jesus began to to do and to teach." He says, "Theophilus, I wrote the first book, Theophilus, so you may know the things that Jesus began to do." Jesus already died on the cross. He was already in Luke. It said very clearly, he rose again and he was taken up to heaven. 那有人会说，不对呀，我们的主他已经死在十字架上，他已经完成神所要他完成的工作，已经升天了。为什么这边会说到开始所做的事呢 ？How come it says he began to do? 怎么会说开始所做的事呢 ？Well, we know the story when we read the the book of Acts. So we all know what happens in chapter two of Acts. We know in chapter two of Acts, 120 disciples are gathered in that place. 有一百二十个门徒们，他们聚聚在一个房间里。And all of a sudden, the Holy Spirit comes upon them. 忽然间，圣灵就来到他们身上。The fulfillment of what John the Baptist was shown that Jesus would do. 这就是应验了施洗约翰说我们的主他必定做的事。Acts chapter two is the birth 
of the body of Christ. 使徒行传第二章就是基督的身体的诞生。Let me rephrase this. In the Gospel of Luke, you can see the birth of Jesus' physical body, his personal body. 在路加福音里面，你们会看见说，我们主耶稣他身体的诞生，真他这个肉身的诞生。So Luke describes in his gospel how he was born of Virgin Mary. 路加就提到说，我们的主怎么样是从童女玛利亚所生出来的。By the overshadowing of the Holy Spirit. And he describes how in his baptism the Holy Spirit came and dwelt and remained upon him. All that is the physical body of Jesus. But now in Acts chapter 2 you have another birth. Is the birth not of his physical body, but the birth of his mystical, corporate body. And of course, we are talking about the church, the body of Christ. Now, let me say this. Everything that was true in the physical body of the Lord Jesus, as the Holy Spirit came upon him and dwelt upon him, and he became a vehicle for the will of God. All that is to be true in his mystical corporate body, even the church. If you ever met the person of Jesus while he was here on this earth, immediately you would touch the anointing, the Holy Spirit. You would say, this man is from above. 你如果是当时能够碰到主耶稣，你碰到他的时候，你遇见他的时候，你看见他充满了高油，你就会说这一位，这一位是属天的一位。But brothers and sisters, this is exactly what the church is: is the body of Christ, of the Anointed One.弟兄姊妹，基督的身体也是如此，这一个是受高的啊，这呃个身体。as, as people in this world touch the church, they should be touching, not the church itself, but the person of the Lord Jesus in the Holy Spirit. Actually, if you take away that essential qualification of the body of Christ, of the anointed, Take it away, and all is left is just a society. It's just a club. So, but when you 
所剩下来的只不过是一个社团，一个俱乐部，一些人聚在一起。Do we see that, brothers and sisters? 弟兄姊妹，你有没有看到这一点 ？Our very identity is explained by that by that phrase, the body of Christ. You are the body of Christ. 所以这个给我们啊啊解说我们到底是谁的这一句话，必须必定是。Well, I think we're really getting close to the end. We're almost out of time. We're almost out of time. So let's try to conclude. Now we're going to make a conclusion. As we believed in the Lord Jesus, we all were given this privilege that no word can describe appropriately. When we believed in Jesus Christ, we 被就有一种权利赐给我们，我们没有办法用话来解说它。Not only our sins were forgiven by His wonderful grace， 不只是我们的罪得着赦免 ，but the Holy Spirit came to dwell in every。Let me repeat this in every believer in the Lord Jesus Christ。圣灵就居住在我们每一位的里面，每一位。How can we describe such a privilege? We how 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 can 这位有人格的这个圣灵，就神的灵，居住在我们每一个人里面。And not only that, but we find ourselves baptized into one body. 然后我们就被浸成一个身体。And this wonderful, indescribable fellowship is happening. The same experience that you had, I had, which is the life of the Lord Jesus, the Holy Spirit dwells in us. 然后这一个交通。也就开始了，就是说，你的经历在啊、uh, 圣灵住在你里面的经历，也是我所经历圣灵怎么样住在我里面。So we we need to ask one question。我们要问一个问题 ：What would be the the essential kind of mark or characteristic of the Holy Spirit dwelling in us？ 那圣灵居住在我们里面。最重要的这个所反映出来的这个个这个呃个性是什么 ？Let me bear with me for a second. See, sometimes I feel that our problem, and I am including myself in this, is that this may be a wonderful experience that remains in the past. 我常常担心的，这包括我自己，就是我们经历里面这一切都只不过是我们过去的经历。We can say, yeah, yeah. You know, 20 years ago, I believed in the Lord Jesus, and my sins were forgiven, and there was this joy of the Holy Spirit. Yeah, but it's, you know, it's 20 years ago. Then I sometimes just say, oh, 20 years ago, I was saved. I knew Jesus. I experienced the Holy Spirit. But this is 20 years ago. But these things should be a daily reality in the life of every redeemed of the Lord. 但是这样子的经历必定应该是我们每一天每一个人的经历。Do we know that that is our whole identity is defined by that？ 
我们知不知道这个呃经历就成为我们的呃呃呃，就告诉我们是我们到底是谁的这一个经历 ？We are born of the Spirit. 我们是从圣灵所生的 ，baptized in the Holy Spirit. 我们是在圣灵的在浸里面的。We were made temples of the Holy Spirit. 我们成为呃，这个圣灵的灵工 ，We are called to walk in the Spirit. 我们被呼召来在圣灵里行走。And Paul says in First Corinthians 15 that one day even our bodies will become spiritual bodies. 然后保罗也告诉我们说，我们有一天我们的身体也会成为这个神属灵的身体。And if, if I understand correctly, that is like he's saying, you know, this period of time that you're here waiting for the coming of the Lord. It's just a training period. You're in the flesh right now, but one day even your body will become similar to the glorious body of the Lord Jesus Christ. He 似乎在那边说，你们现在在肉身的身体，只不过是在那边呃训练操练而已。有一天，你们的身体也会像主的身体一样，这变化过的身体一样。A spiritual body 是属灵的身体。Do you see that this defines beginning, middle, and end of what we are in the Lord Jesus? You will 看到这就解说我们的开始，我们的中间，还有我们最终的目的。So that's why I'm asking that question. So we 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 want to know, and we need to make sure that we are living in that reality. That is not just something of the past. It's not just like I was saved 30 years ago, and the Holy Spirit came, and you know, today I, I just I'm waiting to die one day. 我们必须知道说，我们不能只是说哦，我们得救的经历是三十年前，我们现现所剩下的就是我们等死而已。How can we know that we are living in that wonderful privilege that was given to us in that wonderful reality of the Holy Spirit in charge of our lives and expressing that body of Christ？ 我们怎么知道说我们所活出来的就是呃？呃、uh, ，活在基督的实际里面呢。Of course, it's, a, it's, it's easier to ask than to answer. 当然，这个问这个问题比较简单，回答就比较难了。Sometimes I feel that if you ask ten Christians, you get ten different answers to that question. So you want essential evidence? 你问十个基督徒，你会得到十个不同的答案。Some will say, "Well, it should be the power and the gifts of the Holy Spirit." 那有的人说啊，应该是这个圣灵的能力。然后这个圣灵的恩赐 ，and well, that's an integral, indispensable part of our walk in the Lord. 这的确，这个也是我们在主里行走的啊，这个所所必要的一些事情。But is this the essential evidence that we are in the Spirit? 那是这个你就能说哦，我们真的是在灵里面吗 ？The same Corinthians to whom Paul writes, "You are the body of Christ." 所以保罗对哥林多教会也说，所以他对他们说，你们就是基督的身子。We know that they have plenty of experience of the power and gifts of the Holy Spirit. 我们知道他们有许多经历，就是经历到圣灵的能力，还有圣圣灵的恩赐。Just read First Corinthians chapter twelve and chapter fourteen. 就读哥林多前书十二章十四章，你就知道了。But at the same time, isn't somehow ironic? That they were completely a, a, un, they were unable to love one another. 但是你们发现他们却没有办法彼此相爱 
And isn't it so interesting that in the middle of those chapters, Paul comes with chapter 13.但你看见在十二章跟十四章中间，你就发现有哥林多前书第十三章。And he goes, and now I want to show you a more excellent way.他说我现在向你们解说一个更好的一条道路。And we have the tremendous chapter of love in the Bible.就这边就发现在圣经里一个很重要关于爱的这一段圣经节。Brothers and sisters, I feel that when we read chapter 12 and 14, we definitely are seeing the power and gifts of the Holy Spirit. But in chapter 13, we, we touch the very Spirit of Christ. Do you see the more excellent way? Well, as another example, you may ask another Christian, I would say, well, to me, the evidence of, of a life that is controlled and full of the Holy Spirit is service. Anything wrong with service? God forbid me to even mention that. Of course not. Of course. We are called to serve the Lord in His purpose. But do you remember chapter 2 and 3 of Revelation? How the Lord is addressing those churches? And you see that in several of them, there are a lot of wonderful works going on and service to the Lord. But somehow the heart of the Lord is not satisfied. Even more striking to me is the way that the Sermon on the Mount ends. So at the end of the Sermon on the Mount, there is this group of people that are doing wonderful things. They are doing very good, very biblical stuff. And they will turn to the Lord according to the Lord's words. They are turning to the Lord and say, Lord, but haven't we prophesied in your name? Here you have inspired speaking for the Lord. And they ask, and haven't we cast demons away? And done many signs and miracles? And somehow the Lord turns to them. All these things, please note are wonderful things, very commendable things. And however the Lord says, I do not know you. Wow, how can we, how, how can we, are we going to understand such a statement? How come the Lord doesn't know someone, for, for starters? It, it's funny because, it happens to me all the time. I meet someone in the street. I go, mm, do I know that person? I think I saw him before, but I'm not quite sure. Do, but do you think the Lord has a problem? 
有的时候我走走在街上的时候，我就会看到某一个人，我说，嗯，他似乎非常眼熟，我不知道到底认不认识他。你觉得主也许也是这样子的感觉吗 ？Oh, he knows everything. 他知道一切的事情。So how are we going to understand? How how can he go? I do not know you. 他怎么说我不认识你呢 ？Well, the parable that we read as the last passage, I think it helps us to understand this. I do not know you. 但我们读的最后一个这个啊、uh, 比喻，我觉得能帮助我们知道主怎么说。我不认识你。Is the parables of the ten virgins？ 就是说到这个十个童女的故事。And essentially, what is going on here is that you have ten virgins. They all have lamps, and they all have oil on their lamps. 那你就发现这个十个童女，他们都有这个灯，他们也有油。But there is a distinction. Only five of those ten virgins have an extra vessel with more oil on it. 就是这一些五个聪明的童女，她们有多一个器皿，里面有多的油。And at the end of the parable, we just read it. The Lord will turn to those five foolish ones, the ones that didn't have the extra oil on the vessel, and He will say, "I do not know you." 他我们的主就会对那一些五个愚拙的。And see, here I think we have the hint of what does the Lord mean when He says, "I do not know you." So we will feel that our Lord says, "What the Lord is looking for when He looks at His church, at you and me, is you know, oil in the Bible always speaks of the Holy Spirit." So when the Lord looks at us, 油总是在圣圣经里都说到圣灵。I just need to mention something or to make it even more clear before we go to the conclusion. All the ten virgins, they actually had oils in their lamps. 所以我再重复一遍，所有十十个童女，她们器皿里都有油。Let's not make any mistakes. It's not that the Lord is talking, is saying five don't do not have any oil whatsoever and have. And, and, and five do have oil. Is not the case. This is not said that five have oil, five have no oil. All of them have oil in their lamps. They have oil. But what the Lord is looking for is the extra measure of oil. But the Lord is looking for is the extra measure of oil. And if oil speaks of the Holy Spirit, I think the whole parable becomes very clear. 那如果油是说到圣灵的话，我觉得整个比喻就非常清楚了。To put it very simply, my my the way I understand it is like oil in the lamp speaks about the position of every believer in the Lord Jesus. 所以这个油在器皿里是我们每一个人我们的这个地位。Did you believe in the Lord? 你有没有相信主呢 ？The Holy Spirit was given to you. 圣灵赐给你了。You were made part of His body. Thank the Lord. That is your position. This is your position. But extra oil in the lamp. Speaks of the spiritual reality. It's not just that I have the Spirit, but it's that the Spirit has me. 这个不只是我有圣灵，但是圣灵也拥有我这个人。Who controls our lives, brothers and sisters? 弟兄姊妹，谁在那边掌管我们的生活 ？Do we live 
by the Spirit of Christ? Do we allow that Spirit to mold our lives, to define our priorities, to define how we spend our time, how we live on this earth? It feels to me that when the Lord says to those five virgins, I do not know you. He's essentially saying, I cannot recognize myself in you. I'm looking for my spirit, the spirit of the Lamb, the spirit of Christ, but I cannot find it in you. Of course he knows the person, but can he recognize himself in us? It is like when Adam saw Eve. Do you remember what he said? The Lord asked him first to name all the animals. And he saw the elephant, he saw the, the giraffe, he saw the, the hypo, he saw, but it's not quite like me. But then he saw Eve that was built from something that came from his side. And he says, This is bone of my bones. This is flesh of my flesh. I can recognize myself in this person. Brothers and sisters, when the Lord looks at us, can He recognize His Spirit in us? We are the body of Christ, but as we, as we live together as the body of Christ, do we love one another? As we serve the Lord, in which spirit do we do it? I feel that especially as we get closer and closer to His coming, that is what the Lord is looking in His, in His church. So may the Lord be gracious to each one of us. And let's conclude and have some prayers as the, as the Holy Spirit leads.